0: All right, now, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Welcome back to another episode of, excuse me, the podcast about building yourself up in a not so cheesy spiritual way. I feel like I've changed the the direction of this podcast whenever I speak, but who knows? I'm always evolving and changing, so why not? Hey, so anyway, to what we're supposed to be talking about. I wanted to hmm let's let's let me start by saying this. Excuse me. Whew, excuse me. Time is so short, right? And I honestly always think about why people spend time wondering why something might have happened when you could literally just ask. You know, I don't believe that I've had a point in my life where I did not confront someone. Um Especially if I have, like, an issue with them and it's on my mind, it's bothering me, and I just can't get it off, like, my mind. Like, I would need to talk to you. Because for me, at least, talking shit out is the only way to solve a problem. Like... I've fought before, I've argued before with people, and none of that shit ever helps me get to a solution. What does is actually talking and listening to that person. So if I feel like if you really wanted to truly solve a problem, you you would do what you had to do. And if you never talk it out, um, again, it could definitely leave some lingering emotions that will slowly gravitate um, into every area of your life until you deal with your shit. should get I should get a shirt made that says deal with your shit because I say that almost every fucking episode (laughs) but yeah so in this episode I kind of lost my turn of thought in this episode we're going to be talking about confrontation we're talking about forgiveness and we're talking about standing your fucking ground when something happens like Just because, you know, you might feel like you made someone mad or sad or, you know, you upset someone Doesn't mean that you don't get to voice your opinion You do need to apologize for the way that you made them feel But that doesn't mean, um, they don't have to understand where you're coming from, if that makes sense But yeah, um, that's gonna be this episode I hope you're excited for it Welcome to Fuck Backs, excuse me pardon now let me go back and just uh pretty up what i said before i cut to the theme song um when i say you don't you need to make that person or something like that you have to make someone understand there's no way you could ever make someone understand where you're coming from either they want to understand where you're coming from or they don't you can't force someone that but if you give yourself the space and opportunity to have the conversation maybe just maybe you will walk away from it understanding them and they could walk away understanding you that's what i wanted to add please don't hate me because i wasn't done talking yet but moving on along, right along, let's move to the question of the week, which is 1,272. What is the most important thing you can do to improve yourself? OK, so I do a lot of introspection. I do a lot of metacognitive thinking. And so I think about the way I think a lot i often like if there's like any type of experience that i have that i want to go over i definitely take that piece and play it over and over in my head might not be as healthy but i've gotten to the point where i don't do it as much for every little thing but in situations where it's like a, a, a big ass like uh, ink spot in the pages of my life i guess i could say I will definitely replay a scenario over and over and think about what I said, how I felt when I said it, the reaction of the person, what they might have felt when I said it. I I definitely dive, try to dive as deep into what happened to get all the questions and Maybe even answers or maybe, no, maybe just questions from the scenario so that when I go back to talk to that person, when, you know, we've both calmed down and everything is all, you know, everything's all said and done. Um, basically, I can come to you with like my point that I was trying to make. First, I mean. Of course, at first, I will definitely apologize, um, but I do also take that time to try to understand where that person is coming from and to make sure that I was understood, too, and I feel like that's the best way to do it. I completely lost my train of thought. What the fuck? <laughs> what did I just say? So, uh, (laughs) y'all, this is what happens when you do things you aren't supposed to do, and I'm not going to talk about, but, (laughs) yo. Um, Anyway, the question was, what is the most important thing you can do to improve yourself? And I literally just told y'all what I'm great at. (laughs) Ignore me. Okay, so... The most important thing that I can improve on is to get out of my own way. Did you see? I just did it. I literally went all around the question because I didn't even want to talk about it. I'm a mess. (sighs) Okay. But, yeah, no, just getting out of my own way. And I feel like this is something a lot of people could work on. This is something a lot of people could work on um, because I feel like we often, you know, get in the way of our own shit. I mean, um, there are things that I know I should probably do. Like, I should have recorded this episode a few days ago. (laughs) But, you know, shit, I get lazy, you know? We all do, and sometimes we fall prey to it. I got to work on getting better, and that's what I'm still working on doing. So I'm going to work on getting out of my way. I hope you guys work on something too. (laughs) Um, Moving along, though. The theme of the week um, for this week is going to be closure. Um, I wanted this week to be closure because I feel it's something, again, a lot of people don't talk about but need greatly in order to move on and to better themselves. Um, I say that because with closure comes understanding. I talked about it a little Before, when I went off on a rant, (laughs) when I thought I was answering the question, but I wasn't. Jesus, help me. Um, But yeah, with closure comes understanding and, you know, maybe even a chance to make it right. Make the situation right, right. It's a chance to get it right. Or, you know, it could be a chance to get it right next time. Sometimes you just fuck up and there's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) But yeah, no, closure is so beautiful because it provides two opposing sides, a chance to not only reconcile an issue, but it also gives them the space for individual growth. Um, Every time we endure another experience, whether it be good or bad, we all have the potential to learn from it. Um, and so when I was writing like my notes for this, I wrote peace is literally the result of healed trauma. If the experience is a gaping wound, ignoring it is a bandaid. Um, and so then introspection and thinking about how your actions and words may have played a part in how you wound up with that wound, um... You know, and then closure is the time you need to heal. And once you heal, you'll again be at peace. And I feel like that is the best analogy. If not, tell me, because in my head, it sounds good. <laughs> and I need y'all to be honest with me. But yeah, that's the theme of the week, closure. Um, And we're going to talk more about what closure is and what it looks like and how it can help you be a better you. But before I get into all of that, can I vent, though? Cause I know i said it earlier but i really need to get some shirts made that says deal with your shit because if that is not my mantra then i don't know what the definition of a mantra is and i feel like i do is it mantra or mantra does it matter is it tomato tomato or who knows anyway <laughs> um So, yeah, I spent a lot of time on this podcast arguing the point that until you open yourself up to actually view the problem you're facing, um, not even from your perspective, but from, you know, every perspective that's involved, you might never really feel at home with yourself. Now, I know plenty of people who like harp on a situation out loud to everyone they confide in saying the same things over and over again, asking the same things to me, the wrong person <laughs> repeatedly until I literally get tired of hearing you and I break. I'll ask, have you spoken to them yet? And, you know, look at you as if you lost your mind. Like, why the fuck would I talk to them? I hate them right now. And I'm like, OK, that makes sense but my reaction is literally always the same i mean if you truly cared about it the situation that is you would ask right so obviously you don't care and we can move on from it right because i'm tired of it like if you're seriously what i'm talking about when people are just harping on it harping it will not let it go just dragging it on and on and on and it's like nigga That shit happened two weeks ago. Like, that's when I'm just like, all right, listen. Listen, Linda. (laughs) But it's crazy because you would think they're sick of talking about it just as much as you're sick of hearing about it. But they're not. Because it's eating at them. And it keeps them up at night. And I cannot see the peace in that. I don't see the peace in that. If you can see the peace in that, please point it out. (laughs) Because... going to sleep, tossing the turn and turn thinking about some shit that you could honestly have answered within five minutes, I don't, does not compute. I don't get it. Send help. But I mean, if you are like so many of the people that I have come to know, I mean, I want to know, does it ever cross your mind to talk to the source of your frustration? If not, do you shun the thought? How do you solve problems that you face if you choose to run away from a simple conversation? And I may seem like I'm coming off pretty harsh, but it's, it's literally just a conversation. And I, I constantly try to tell myself and people around me, you know, you can't control the person's reaction. But what you can do is make sure they understand how you felt while you're trying to understand where they're coming from. Oops, that's my alarm. Ignore it. <laughs> But like, yeah, you can't control how other people are gonna react to you. It's having a simple conversation with someone, and I understand it might not always be simple, but having a conversation with someone is literally the adult thing to do, which, I mean, I know it makes it the hardest thing to do. And I get that sometimes it takes time. But remember, like I said, when I started this podcast, literally the, well, not the very first thing because I blabbed in the beginning, but time is too short to have some harboring feelings about people when you could literally just open up right there and maybe even solve it. You, Who knows? Closure sometimes is finicky. Sometimes you, you, you end it happy. Sometimes it's not happy. Sometimes it's in the middle and it's weird. Who fucking cares? So long as you know what the fuck happened, you know, because who doesn't? Who likes to live their life in a state of curiosity? That shit makes my stomach hurt. I'm not trying to be curious all the damn time. I want to know. Don't you? Like, I don't, I don't get that. But anyway, Google says that the reason why we avoid confrontation is rooted in a fear of failure or rejection, which I could totally understand. Um, a fear of failing a relationship looms over all of our heads. I like to think that I thrive in confrontation, but other people do not like confrontation with me. (laughs) So it's like, you know, yeah. Anyway, that fear causes us to hold back what we feel, which could eventually lead to a blow up. And I've seen it happen so many times. People will take one grievance and shove it inside one grievance and push it down one grievance and put it under a rug or some shit and it's like you, you 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 put you hide so much and you put so much away without like processing it or talking to that person about it that eventually they'll leave the toilet seat up and then you just you fucking snap and you explode and then boom you arguing about the shit that you said no it's fine about three months ago and you look that shit crazy sis bruh (laughs) seriously because in my mind if i get blew up on after you know we've been chilling for i don't fucking know a month or so i'm gonna be like what what the fuck happened you know like what what did i do (laughs) so it's like you you blow up and that's not healthy A fear of confrontation can literally ruin your life. (laughs) So, within our day-to-days, we will argue, disagree, and say some hurtful things to and with the person or persons. Got to include polyandry and polygamy and all the other igamies. Um, We love, you know. It happens. It's going to happen. There's nothing you can do to avoid it. But what you can do is, is move along with me to this next section, which is know thyself, heal thyself. You see how I smoothed it in like, it, like yeah, no, no. Okay, anyway, um, <laughs> what does it look like when you avoid confrontation? I'll tell you, it's having issues and not talking about what truly hurts you. It's backing out of arguments for the sake of peace that is not there and it's eventually losing control of your emotions so what's more important than knowing yourself in this instance when you know you need to confront someone well once you know where you stand you're ready to all you're ready or already processing your shit dealing with your shit I'm gonna get them shirts made. Then, I mean, I do have a few ideas on how you can teach yourself to stop avoiding conflict in a way that makes you look at confrontation as an inevitable step in growth. So the first one I got for you is to meditate. How often do you just sit quietly and breathe? Not thinking about any of the issues or problems that you may be facing right now because we all have problems. We all have things that we're trying to get away from and we also have things that we have to run to simultaneously, by the way. Life sucks, but it's the only one we got. So I recommend meditating because it definitely calms you down. It puts you in a position to not think about the situation, but to just be who you are in the moment. You're breathing you're you're alive, you're happy. well you're probably not happy in the moment but I mean when you meditate, I feel like you should do it regularly so that whenever it falls into your routine your body is like, oh, okay, fine. finally we can we can breathe, we can just relax but, When you're first starting, it is kind of weird. So I'm going to throw that out there. But I definitely recommend meditating as someone who, you know, used to get hype off of a lot of things. Okay. Um, Number two, I think you should, we should all start leaning into being more uncomfortable in situations with opposing sides. So when I say we should lean into it, I don't mean dive in head first like my silly ass. I, I really have a problem and I'm working on that too, y'all. I just be looking for confrontations. I'll be on Facebook start arguments. <laughs> just kidding. I don't start them. I just post questions. But anyway, um, yeah, lean into being uncomfortable. Even if you, know, you don't like confrontation and you don't like it because you don't want anyone to be mad, you don't want anyone to be upset, you have to understand that If you are truly being genuine and you don't want to hurt anyone, that will come through once you explain yourself, if they want you to explain yourself, you know what I mean? So definitely try to lean into being uncomfortable. And even if you do get rejected, so (laughs) like, I understand they might be your world, but one rejection might be... All you get, you might be able to move past it once you get that first rejection or not. Again, it's okay. You just got to move on and you got to learn from the experience, you know? Number three, um, you got to know that there are always, you always have three options when trying to come to a solution of a problem there's your solution, there's the other person's solution, and then there's a compromise. If no one can agree on whose solution is best, I think it's best for you two to come together to create a super solution. That's called a compromise. It's legit. You should try it. (laughs) Uh, Number four, excuse me, (laughs) express your opinion in a respectful way after you've had time to breathe. For me, meditation when I'm upset does not work because I'm already like blowing off steam. So... I know for me, sometimes it's best to say, you know what, we can talk about this later and I'll, I'll go and I'll try to like calm myself down and I won't speak to anyone after I calm down. Once I calm down, I try to figure out what's going on. I do my introspection, which is what I was talking about earlier when I was answering the question of the week, but I definitely try to bring myself to a point where, okay, here's where I was coming from, because sometimes I need to explain it to myself, like, are you tripping? Like, <laughs> but no, sometimes I'm just like, you know, no, like, I really felt a way. This is how I felt. This is why I felt that way. Why did you react that way? Um, why did anyone else react that way? And what can I do to change it? I'll figure out my wording and then say, hey, can we talk? Boom, bam, boom. Problem solved. Sometimes, sometimes we gotta do that a couple times. But eventually, eventually it works. If, again, if you want it to work. And no one's telling you that you have to do this shit. You don't have to want to work it out with anyone, honestly. But when you find that one person that you do want to work it out with, these are some great tools. Moving along. Number five. Arguing never makes anything better, and you should point that shit out. I've had this told to me several times. I've said it myself several times once I learned better. Arguing is for debaters. When you're talking to a friend or a romantic partner, you shouldn't be arguing with them. You two should be discussing some points. Oops. You guys should be discussing things. That's pretty much it. That's number five. Number six, um, try to add a little humor, but be careful because if they're super upset, I don't know if humor will save you. <laughs> maybe it will, um, but I know if I'm super upset, you cracking a joke is not going to make me. Well, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I might, it depends on how upset I am. Most of the time, I don't I don't really get that upset about anything anymore. But if it's funny, I I'll give you a chuckle and then I'll glare at you like nigga be serious, you yeah. <laughs> know? But or maybe I'm the one that says something that's ridiculous and you look at me like be serious. And I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> okay, but number seven. This is something that um, I was really, I struggled with when I first got into a relationship with um, Joseph when we were in college. Uh, so I'm the type of person, if I'm, if I don't like something, I'm gonna let you know, ASAP. <laughs> and so any minor problem I had, baby, you best believe he knew about it. So. And I did that because I don't believe in bottling shit in, you know. So I I was big on, um, you know, responding to minor problems before they become bigger problems. I don't like big problems. Big problems are not for me. I, I mm, cause big problems ain't shit, but a bunch of little problems, <laughs> and that gets confusing. So I like to just make sure. Okay, minor problem here, minor problem here. Let's solve it real quick so we can keep it moving, you know. And that's number seven number eight <clears throat> i'm really i'm really bad at this when i'm talking to friends um so or not friends co-workers don't attack the person attack the problem so um, I know there's one of these strategies where you're doing confrontation and you only use I statements or you say, I feel as though and you try not to say you and direct it at the person. But I was also very um, bad at the I strategy because I just wanted them to know what they did. <laughs> so I would say I feel as though you should have or I feel as though you did not, or something like that, and it was just like, Sina, 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 stop saying you. You're saying you. And I'm like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to talk to her if, you know, I can't fucking say you? I swear, people get offended by the smallest things, child. The smallest things. There's so many bigger things going on here. Upset because I'm telling you about something that you did that hurt my feelings and you're upset and it's my fault because i said you see listen i'm terrible y'all y'all don't understand but yeah (laughs) in a relationship though um you're supposed to look at the situation as a team Um, Solving the problem is a team effort. And you're trying to figure out the situation together and you, you kinda gotta put the pieces together to develop the full picture. So he's coming from his perspective with his puzzle pieces, I'm coming from my perspective with my puzzle pieces. We're working it, we're figuring it out, we're putting places here, switching places around, figuring out that don't fit right there, switching it around until we figure out, okay, you know what, this picture is us, it's always been us and it will remain us, hello? Sorry, <laughs> I kind of got into that analogy. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm getting pretty good at these analogies and shit. First with the with the the open the gaping wound that might need some work. That might it might need some work. And I did steal it from somebody, but it was off the dome for me. <laughs> but this one, this one right here, definitely my idea. Okay, I definitely made that up. <laughs> um, that was number eight. But number nine is you know probably the most important one, and I put it almost last, (laughs) because I'm kind of bad at it, but it's to listen, you know, actively listen to what that person is saying. Um, When you want to be understood, you have to treat people the way that you want to be treated. What is that, the golden rule? What's the platinum rule? The platinum rule is treat others, I don't know, I don't remember. Anyway, one of the rules basically says you should treat people the way you would like to be treated. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, I don't know which one that is. Anyway, treat people the way you would like to be treated. Not the way, you know, <laughs> not the other way. But, um, damn. If you want them to listen to you, you should definitely listen, though. It's like I... I hear the advice coming from a mouth, but it's like, damn, I don't do that shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. I do most of the things here. I'm just really bad at listening and I'm trying really hard. I get, I don't know, I feel like I got ADHD or something. Like I'll be on one subject, I'll be talking to you. We'll be engaged in the conversation the next minute. And I'm thinking about something else. And you're still talking to me, and I'll look back and join back the conversation. I'm like, yeah, no, that's crazy. But I didn't hear nothing you said. Does that happen to anybody else? Am I crazy? I might be crazy. Anyway, number 10, venting. Let's talk about venting for a little bit. Because I feel like a lot of us don't know how to vent health in a healthy way. I was going to make up a word. Healthily? Is that healthily? Is that a word? I don't know. Anyway, a lot of us don't know how to vent in a healthy way. Um, some of us don't know who to vent to. Um, and that in and of itself can create a problem. You've been to the wrong, a problem. If you vent to the wrong person, oh, child, I've, I've witnessed it. If you've been to the wrong person um, and they go out and just, you know, sell you out pretty much, not only do you have another person that you have to confront, <laughs> you have to pretty much go back and just fact check everything they said, because they're definitely going to bro- blow some things out of proportion, and they're definitely going to throw your name out there and say, yep, she said this, she said that, da 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 doop da 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 doop all that stuff, and whoop doo whoop And now you got several issues, you got people in your business, you got people who you don't even know in your business and that is a fear of mine. I hate people being in my business, I really do. That's why I stay out of people's business because I don't want nothing to do with it. And that's why I have a very close circle, a tight circle, and I know who I'm talking to. So for all the people who think, you know, venting to Facebook and venting to any social media or any associate, not even your friend, if the bitch ain't spent the night at your house, hmm i don't know if that's your friend i'm just throwing it out there but you know you really got to pick and choose your circle and i'm talking about your your real circle you got to pick and choose who those people are and you need to have a reason why you trust them and that's who you vent to um also when we talk about venting don't abuse that opportunity either a lot of people you know have people that they can confide in but the people they can the confidant can get tired of you so i mean shit, erica badu said it best she sent out a post that basically said you know ask your friends first if they are emotionally available for you today to start venting and unleashing your problems on them because honestly Sometimes it's better if you just write it in a journal (laughs) Sometimes, you know, people don't want to hear about your shit I'm going to just be real honest with you guys You might not like me for this But think about it No one likes to hear someone who's a negative Nancy They want to hear that you're doing okay And they want to If there's something that is truly bothering you A true friend would listen to you regardless But what a true friend is not is, you know just a, a washboard for all your problems don't don't break that shit over them down um, your friends don't do that that's all I have to say on that but um, that was 10 number 11 which is the final one is pay attention to your body and make note of how your emotions affect you physically it is so important that you pay attention to yourself when you're going through um, a situation, because I know for me, I break out, Um, I get headaches, I, this is why I don't like um, having issues with people, because my body literally attacks me, Um, if people are, not people, if someone I love is agitated with me or something like that, I definitely try to go up to them and say, hey, like, did I do something wrong, or... Or if we do have a big blowout, I definitely try to text them and say, hey, I'm sorry about this, that, and the third. Can we talk or something like that? But, yeah, no, I am not into not finding out what happened because I, I don't know, It I, I assume it's different for everybody because my emotions, I feel my emotions strongly. Um, and that's why I don't um, form too many relationships with people. But I just feel like. If I, I don't know, maybe I'm projecting onto other people. If I don't solve a problem between someone, I don't feel right. It doesn't sit right in my spirit. And I'm not the type to just, you know, give up on a friendship or anything like that. But I'm also not going to be in a one-sided relationship. Like, we don't do that. (laughs) You got to be putting effort in too, or we can, goodbye. You feel me? But yeah. I feel like if you master those 11 things that I just noted, hopefully you were taking notes. (laughs) I should have said maybe take some notes if you're interested. But, I mean, you should play it back or whatever, you know, do what you do. But if you master these, I feel like you'll handle your situation so well that, you know, you'll feel like each dispute is just a regular conversation. And I feel like if we didn't put so much passion and emotion into these conversations, these confrontational conversations, they would be just that, a regular conversation. I honestly feel like me and my boyfriend have gotten to a point where, like, we can talk about tough subjects and not feel slighted by the other person. Like, we might feel a little, eh, what you talking about? But, <laughs> but we'll definitely come back and be like, all right, I see what you're saying. Okay, cool. All right, all right, all right, Like, you know, like, we don't, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I used to get so, like, tense and sensitive about things that like criticisms he would tell me but once i started looking at it as he's not telling me this to hurt me he's pretty much only telling me this so that i can better myself to be a better person once i started looking at it like that i was like you know what maybe confrontation with dude isn't all that bad maybe confrontation you know, can lead to some real growth because I feel like our problems aren't even problems anymore. There's just like little things that we need to work out. (laughs) It's fucking great. (laughs) I really want everyone to be in this type of place. Um, But yeah, moving right along to the last segment, word to the wise. So I don't want to come off as though I've never experienced not wanting to confront someone or not seeking closure because uh i i get like dreary and like avoidant of like confrontation too like like i said the one person that i love the most well that's my mama but (laughs) the man that i love the most is my boyfriend and there have been times when he y'all we have come a long way, (laughs) we've come a long way in terms of like how we confront one another and how we speak to one another, and so I really just wanted to talk about how like I did not like to confront him because I knew it would turn into a huge blow up, and I know this is true for a lot of couples, a lot of people don't want to talk about it, but it's like why the fuck not, we all go through it, I know we do, don't play like we don't, (laughs) hashtag goals no 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 one is goals be your own goals but anyway yeah we i would dread it like i was the type to always 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 come up with um some shit that was bothering me like I wasn't doing it to be, like, a nuisance or anything or to be, like, a bitch or anything. But I wanted to know, like, you know, this is something I don't like. I would like for you to fix it. I don't care how you fix it. So long as it gets fixed, that was my compromise. (laughs) And then we'd go from there. But him, on the other hand, he was the bottle-upper. Yeah, guys, I fell in love with a bottle-upper. (laughs) he's changed though, he's changed, but anyway, um, he would bottle up his emotions, and I would fucking see, like, I could see it, I would do something, and he would, like his facial expression would change, and I would ask him what's wrong, and he'll look at me, and then he'll turn, and he'll be like, Never mind. And that shit used to drive me fucking wild. I would start a discussion on that alone, and he would still say, You know what? You need time. You need time. I'm still working on me. Did it this, did it that. And I'm like, Man, if you don't just tell me what the fuck is wrong with you, y'all <sighs> don't understand. I used to hate coming to him with confrontation because everything would just blow up and then I would blow up and then we would blow up and it would just be a big old blow up. We've been through a lot, of guys. But uh, yeah, where was I going? <laughs> the reason I say that is because there are people that I. Don't desire closure from too joseph is the one person who i'm constantly going back to like yo how can we fix this how can we fix this we can make this work and he does it the same and that's the that's the thing he matches the veracity of time like he matches me if i want to fix something he might not want to fix it at first but if he realizes that it's really bothering me he will work to fix it too and vice versa so again i'm telling y'all we came a long way it takes a long time to get this way and you have to stay on it and that's why a lot of people i feel like are single because they don't want to stay on it but eventually i mean you don't you're not gonna always sync with someone you're not always gonna be in sync and then you're gonna have some off times and when you have those off times what are you gonna do you just gonna leave them I just I don't, I don't know, man. Tell tell me what you think, but I don't know. I don't know about that. I I like working shit out, and if I and if I feel like I can't work it out, we can't work it out. Then okay, time to part ways. But um, it's gonna take me a few rounds before I throw in a towel. <laughs> uh, pff, shit. <laughs> but uh, so long as you know you're ready to stay in the ring with me, I'm with you, boo. Like anyway. I keep getting off topic and talking about this love shit. This shit's bunkers, but um, yeah. So I said this, but I'm gonna say it again. The reason why I brought all that up and me saying I never, like, I don't want to act like I never experienced, you know, not wanting to confront someone or not seeking closures because sometimes you don't see the point. Like I was getting to, like, sometimes you just don't fucking care like this person did this to me obviously they don't give a fuck about me i'm out and that is okay too if you decide that not only are you done with the situation but you're done with the person too let that shit go and keep it fucking moving but i hope i really do hope you can learn from the situation because sometimes i mean i'm still gonna harp on the fact that closure is rewarding, it it gives you knowledge, you get life experience points, <laughs> like seriously, um but it, I mean, if you choose to avoid a situation, sometimes every situation doesn't need to be, you know, discussed, I, I know that, sometimes you can walk away, but I, just, I definitely am a big proponent in, um, you know, facing, you know, shit, dealing with your shit, hashtag get that shirt, but I also see a point to be made for people who, you know, absolutely don't want anything to do with that person, which is cool too. Do what you feel is best for you. That's my word to the wise. Do what you feel is best for you. Running I'm gonna tell you right now though, running away from every confrontation is not what's best for you. Don't get get that shit out your head. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah. Um yeah. Excuse me. Forgot my face.